0: It is a crossover edition of Locked On Pac-12 and Locked On Big 12. I am Josh Neighbors, the host of Locked On Big 12. Spencer McLaughlin is here. He is the host of Locked On Pac-12. He and I have just watched a three-hour marathon of Riverdale on the CW, <laughs> and we are here to talk about Pac-12 <laughs> athletics. Looks like there is a Stanford-Oregon basketball game that's coming up next. Uh <laughs> All right, Spencer. Uh nice to talk to you. So yeah, let's start here. There. There's a lot going on. Right, how are you? Are you okay? Are you oh
1: dude, I'm doing I'm doing great. I had the worst round of golf in a couple I- months. But you know what? It was eighty five degrees and sunny and no wind, man. I was like that's Life great. could be worse. We had,
0: our, we had our company golf tournament today, uh, four-man scramble. Then I love had, a good
1: four-man scramble.
0: Shot a 62 as a group, so we were Not bad. You, uh, not yeah, bad. Not excellent, but uh, it, was, yeah. it was
1: fun. Not, I, I've seen I've seen a lot worse in a four-man scramble. Yes. That, no, you know, yes to be, I, I to win, you got to win. I, I've been on a couple winning four-man scramble teams at events like that. You got to be in the mid to high 50s at least. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We had 53. It was a winner today, which was yep. uh, that, par That sounds about first. right. Tough to do. Um, all right. So... Um, there are a few things happened and, uh, I'm concerned about the overall health of the PAC 12. So number one, they, they said that, you know, that the deal was imminent, whatever. Stuart Mandel comes out last week and says, uh, no, they're being told now late summer, uh, or late spring, early summer. Then we have the news. The CW is involved. Then we have the news that the Georgia's right-hand man, somebody who's very involved, television negotiations is no longer there. Um, I, I but He's
1: going to continue advising the conference on their media rights negotiations oh, new from the new company after having been at the PAC for a long time.
0: Yes. Which is not, to me, it's not excellent. Um, so how are, how are people in PAC-12 land reading this news?
1: Well- I think the the reaction to I think his name is Zavinovich. I just thought of the guy from or the the character from Dodgeball, Brad Stelenostovich Davinovich. You know, that was I'm like straight up the first thing I thought of when when I saw his name. I I didn't react that strongly to the news. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Cause I don't know the guy. I don't know what his family situation is. I don't know what his career goals are. I don't know how long he's been trying to lead. I don't know anything like that. I think it's entirely possible that you know he's leaving now because he's planned to leave for months but they thought they'd have the media deal done by then but he'd had the opportunity with the new company but he wants to see this thing through to the end so he's going to continue advising them there so i don't think that that's you know some earth shattering groundbreaking news like when a coach you know loses his top assistant yeah sometimes it happens it's not always indicative that the ship is sinking now in the PAC-12 media rights negotiations, I don't think that's a, a direct comparison, but I do think it's similar just for, for me to look at it and say like, yeah, that doesn't automatically mean that things are you know going off the rails just because this guy is leaving. Because if things were really, really so bad, why would he stick around to continue to advise them? Right. Like why, why would he care if he just wanted to get out of there and it was just this sinking ship of a calamity here and it's, you know, full on Titanic, then he would want to get out of there and not be associated with it at all. But I think he wants, wants to see it through to the end. But overall, I think the, the mindset for the Pac-12 fans is the same. It's been for the last, how long we've been talking about this, Josh, four months or so, you know, I expected the deal to be done in February. Uh, Maybe it goes into March. Here we are coming up on the middle of april still talking about this thing it's just a question of you know is it going to get done but here's the thing you know the delay i just i, I just roll my eyes at all this sort of stuff now like every time they del- delay i'm like man they just okay here we go we're just we're gonna keep trying to find new angles to to attack it which i i do my best on on the show to do but as it continues to roll out I don't know that the underlying fundamentals of the conference have changed, right? I think the perception of the league for, for people like us or for fans all over the country, I think in that sense, you know, it continues to get weaker, but the PAC 12 has made it very clear. I was talking about this on yesterday's show. They don't care what you think. They don't care what I think. They don't care what fans think. They do not care about any of that. So they're going to do what's in their perceived best interests in order to get the best deal possible. If they don't feel like that deal was, you know maybe it was never in its final stages maybe there was never a deal at all or maybe something changed or maybe they felt you know they they were getting to the final stages of the deal and then they decided ah uh we're the only ones negotiating here you know from a conference standpoint and we've already you know taken the PR hit so what do we care? why don't we see if we can work for you know another couple months to try and get an even even better deal and and try to get more money because if they cared about what people really thought and how the conference was perceived they would have you know taken any deal frankly that was 25 million per school per year and above added San Diego State and SMU and gotten on with it but clearly, whether that's justified or not, time will tell. George Klayovkov thinks he can do better than that, right? And I don't know that that's the exact f- figure nobody does that they were, you know, zeroing in on. But clearly George Klayovkov thinks they can do better than what they are currently, you know, discussing right now. And that's why he continues to drag this thing out. It is a bit of a risky play, but I think at this point, he's just kind of seen as like, I'm James Holzhauer, man. Chips are all in. I think he has to do better.
0: I, I think uh, there are too many different. You know, I mentioned this in the other day. Like, I, I think the one challenging thing is the wants and needs of the teams are are the the uh, schools are different. The wants and needs of Oregon are different than Stanford and Cal. Different than you know Colorado and Utah. Different than Arizona, Arizona State. Um, and I, I think that is a challenge for them. Uh, I think the unequal revenue sharing thing is is interesting, but it really does it it. It has not worked for a conference. I, 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 it's it's I, yet I to work.
1: Just, just just, on that note real quick, the schools who could demand that would be Oregon and Washington. Right. I don't know, you know, when you're in negotiations, you hear the expression, the carrot and the stick. I don't know that Oregon and Washington have a stick that, that's large enough to where they could go to the table and and demand that sort of respect and say, you need to give us this or else they don't have an or else right now. I, right. I I don't I don't see well, that. I mean, but, like but it's, here's, it's an option. You know, the Oregon State president was on the record. I think a couple months ago. I mean, I'm just so lost. I don't even remember when everything happened and whatnot. I mean, look at Josh. He's even tired of hearing about. I, of I do. This I mean, it's
0: <laughs> long DPA eighteen, he had to talk about this yeah, yeah, exactly. But,
1: day. Like she was on the record mentioning it. That was at Oregon State, and Oregon State's not getting an unequal revenue right. share. It'd be Oregon and Washington. So, like, I see it, but then at the same time, I'm like, well, do Oregon and Washington really need it? Not really. Are they in a position to demand it? Not really. They absolutely,
0: really? Do. I, I, I disagree with the idea they don't need it. I mean, you and I talked this, about this before. But here, but, well, well here, here's what I would Okay, counter but how much, how much money are we talking here? Uh, well, here's what I'll counter with. Let's just, once again, I'll, I'll do this again, and, I, and I, I'm glad to do it. If Big Ten teams are getting $70 million a year, and Oregon and Washington are getting what the Big 12 is getting, so let's just say it's thirty two a year. In three years, Rutgers will make $210 million from a television contract. In three years, Oregon would make ninety-six.
1: Are you worried it, about Rutgers football no, surpassing hold Oregon? Hold
0: on, hold on. Let me finish this. Why would you tolerate a over one hundred million dollar that is nine figures, folks? That kind of gap when you don't have to. If if they wanted That's to, the you, I, I, I honestly, think they believe, might have I honestly to. believe. Okay, but so here, so here are the options. Then one, you stay in the Pac-12 and you make what seems to be. Less than thirty-two million dollars. At this point, it's pretty safe to say it's going to be less than the Big Twelve got.
1: they either going to be way more than the Big Twelve? It's or not. Under. It's,
0: I can. I can tell you this right now. It's it, unless somebody else comes in, it's not going to be more than the Big
1: Right, 12. and I think that's the game. I think that's the game at is playing. Nothing. I. Can, I, I, I too agree. If there they is, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold, on, hold on.
0: No, 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 no. It's my turn to talk. I, I haven't finished my point yet. We need there a moderator. Is nothing. Here. There is not a single thing in the world besides Pac-12 people saying we think we'll get more. That indicates at all they are close to getting more than 30, either them not talking, plus them not taking a deal. Those are the only things that might be indicated. And the only other reporting we have in this is Andrew Marshan saying the deal that the Pac-12 had for the same amount of money as the Big 12 has been pulled by ESPN. There is no indication at all that the Pac-12 is going to get more. If they do good for them, but there is nothing in the reporting. There is nothing trending in the, in anything that we've heard that indicates this at all. So I think we should be honest about this. We can acknowledge it is an outside possibility, but it is nothing more than that. We should deal with the realities as they are. They have pushed and pushed and pushed this thing back. They had the presidents go out a few weeks ago and now they look stupid. Because now they pushed it back again. The CW has gotten involved, and uh, well, and look, I'm not sure how actually involved they are, but it's at least been reported by the Athletic, which we trust, that they were involved at some point in time. And now the deputy commissioner of the league, who was involved helping with these talks, is leaving. So we have to be honest about this, and base, and, and this is where I'm coming from, and saying, if you're a Pac-12 president, Spencer, how, and you're Arizona, and you, and and he mentioned it. He said, look, we could go somewhere else. They say here we go somewhere. How much do you put up with? How many delays? How much going out in public and sticking up for the conference? How many bad rumors? How much change?
1: Do they don't you care put about bad rumors. Okay, fine. They've made that abundantly. Fine.
0: How many times do you deal with a pushback deadline and bad press? Bad press matters.
1: It at matters. the end of the day, what's going to, ma- again, to the PAC-12, I don't think, or at least the presidents and CEOs, it clearly doesn't matter as much because the bad press has been cycling for a long, long time, and they've done very, very little. There have been a select few moments where some have pushed back, but they haven't. But I want to explain my position on you know where the PAC-12 could land financially here. The reason that I I mentioned they could go above the big 12 is when you push these negotiations out further, clearly George is either trying to pull a rabbit out of the hat, which is kind of what it would be at this point, or he's trying to get somebody else involved. Because if you're going to involve a new partner like the CW and try to increase the the financial value of your media rights deal, then you're going to need more time to do that. And so I, I completely agree with you. It's more likely that they come in under the big 12, because if it was as easy as, you know, PAC 12 presidents have said, like Robert Robbins went on the air, felt like uh, they were going to be able to surpass the big 12. If they could do that, unless they were just getting, or unless they are just getting greedy and they can get past that number somehow, but they want to go even higher. And they want to be pushing $40 million and that's their goal. And that's their standard then that's that remains a possibility, but perhaps not a likely one. But the longer this goes on, the more I think it's either going to be one way or the other. It's either going to dramatically underwhelm or it's dramatic. It's going to dramatically over deliver based on our expectations right now on the president's front. And, you know, them going out and, and quote, unquote, defending the conference and saying this and, and doing all that sort of stuff. Number one, not all the presidents have been doing that extensively. Number two, we're talking about like a handful of interviews here. Like they have done so little on the PR front that when they did talk and push back a little, it was like surprising to me on my show when I was reacting. it, going, man, this is new. This has not been their approach. This has not been their mentality here. But. I think you overplayed it a little bit, saying like, "How long do they want to go out there and have to defend the conference?" Like, they, so that they, they have to give a couple interviews every now and then. No, that's that was not a, that, no much no, for well, that
0: was a coordinated media effort. Those presidents were all out basically in conjunction together, giving right. interviews and and going out. And we had Utah's like this. They don't, actually, it's funny because I agree they, they don't
1: want to do it forever, but that's the first time they had done it at but all in this but they've been in, Okay, but. We can you just make it you made it seem okay, like they're doing but you it every look, day. But
0: you now you look back on what they said, and as Stuart man, I forgot the word, exact wording last week, but he goes, uh they overestimated, right? Yeah. Well, if, if we're playing blackjack, you're like they overplayed their hand. They they acted like you know, they, they acted like they had a, they had a you know, they were sitting on an ace and a jack and, and just say well, we're good, we're good to go. It was, it was like nice. a five yeah, and a, they five. Were show, like they a were, five they were
1: showing fifty, they were showing 15 and they were talking like they were showing 18 it's like hey dealer's got a face card dealers probably got 20 under there right maybe and, and, you should and tone it down and it, and it was and,
0: and i think they misplayed that they, but
1: here's mis- here, i here, here's where i think their misstep was in all of that they did not have to and again, this goes back to whether or not something changed dramatically in the last several weeks from when those comments were made, because I agree, the timing, the language, the, the tone, all that sort of stuff did feel like, you know, the schools that were talking, which was Utah's athletic director, Arizona State's president, and Arizona's president, all basically, I think it was on the same day, actually, it was like a it was, Wednesday it was or a humane, Thursday, yeah. it was all on the same day you're not going to do that unless you do feel like you have something which is why i think that something changed behind the scenes which would also make sense because they Georgia didn't have
0: anything they, they because
1: Jordan you just mentioned blackjack you, hold on hold on you don't think that is possible at all given the absolute possible, positive I, radio silence yeah. and lack of leaks from the pac-12 front office and media rights they negotiators, had nothing they backed up they were supposed to have something something tangible
0: at the Pac-12 tournament, they didn't have it. You know what they wanted to do? Wait, they, wait, wait. Who, they, say, who
1: said they were supposed to? I wanted them to have it by that was that the time.
0: expectation. That was the expectation was set well, there was, by who? There was, a, there was a meeting scheduled for that week. There was
1: well, a president. meeting of Pac-12 presidents and CEOs. They never went on the record and said, we're going to have a deal they, by well, no, state.
0: Go back and look. The reporting was an update was expected. An update was expected.
1: Not the and deal they had was nothing. expected. They
0: had they had nothing that week. They got nothing now. They had nothing then. And this is the entire thing. Is that and i said this a bunch. It's best. So, so the schools that had their ads out there talking, every single school that has had their athletic director or president talking, it has been beneficial for them to have it. Washington State and Oregon State, because the Pac-12 is is the only really home for them right now. For for this for Arizona Arizona State Colorado and Utah, it looks best if they've got you know what the Big Twelve is like. President Robbins said Roberts. I always forget Robert Robbins. Robert, Robert Robbins. Robert Robbins said it's best if it's like the the Big Twelve is available. Basically said we know we have a home, but we'd like to stay here. It's best if you present. There are multiple quality opportunities for us here. If if the Pac-12 opportunity sucks then why should Brett, Brett Yormark be like, sure, I'll give you guys a full share. If if you're like, we're at $20 million per school per year, potentially, the Brett, Brett Yormark should be like, we'll give you 25. No, but, but this is what I'm saying though, is that it is better off if those schools right. present a, we have two options. What I was saying was the misstep with,
1: with that coordinated media effort that we were talking about was that they went on the record and said, Final stages deal coming soon. Ah, and but if you looked at what President now-
0: Crow said, he said, "I think we're going to like the numbers that we see," and he said, "I think we're to like the offer." The language he used, and I, this is why I read this thing very closely, implied that they did not have a final offer. That was that was there yet.
1: So I said, like, "No, I don't. No, 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 I don't think anybody said there was a final offer. They said the deal ah, was in it, but it felt. Was, but, but here, but here's the thing: it you felt don't like say, they were close and clearly they were not. Or so but you don't obviously. say
0: you you think you're going to like the numbers that you get if you are close to approaching a deal. And also, I said this before the show, and I'll mention this again: that I don't think you go out there and talk about being at the five. Here's the thing: if you're at the five yard line, you don't call a timeout and be like." We're at the five. We're about to score. You punch the bitch in the end zone is what you do. That's, that's what you do with it. And that's why, to me, it made no sense where it's, once again, the coordinated statement they had on the Twitter account. Remember that? And all them signing below.
1: Josh, you got to watch your language. Language. There are kids listening.
0: Uh, the, kids can, the kids need to hear this because it's serious business. <laughs> Sometimes that, that word gets used in the business, all right? But here's the thing. Think about it like this. Like, the, the statement they had, and, and this is not just me saying this. I have listened to other folks say this too. I remember Adam Rittenberg said this. I remember I think Andy Staples kind of echoed the same thing that like, you don't come out and announce we've got a deal coming. You say we've got the deal. And to me, Spencer, this has been the whole thing. I think I, and and this is where I'm going to get the PAC 12 credit. They have done a fantastic job of, of, I think keeping up the charade as long as possible I, I think they're in a really difficult negotiating spot. I think they've had a bunch of partners come to the table. I think because of where Oregon and Washington are situated, the current college ball landscape, because they are two teams that, unlike many in this in this division one, have actually made the CFP. Oregon has won CFP games. I think they're in a unique position to ask for more. You, you might say you know, the the one a you
1: know. CFP game, just to be clear. But yes, the point is. Right. There. Well
0: that's still, that's still hey, it's still. They're the only G- Pac-12
1: team to ever win it's, it's, a it's, CFT USC and UCLA game.
0: are leaving the league and they can't say they've done that. Right. And so those two schools are in a different spot. They're money wise, they're kind of a different spot. Talent-wise, they're in a different spot. Like they want to, they, they want to keep up. And I think a big gap to them might see them, you know, not be able to, much like a lot of the Big 12 teams. I think it's a big thing too. Also, once again, everybody's asking for different things. And so I think it's made it very, very difficult. But I think the presidents have given Kleavkoff ample time. I mean, Spencer, if, if Arizona said, you know what, if they came out tomorrow and said, you know what, um, we feel like we gave George Kliavkoff and the Pac-12 brass a shot. We did not like the results. We think it's best for our university if we go into the Big 12. Could you in good faith say, you know what, I don't understand that? Because I think the leadership of these schools has been more than fair to the conference. They've been more than fair to each other. And also, and I think in turn of the conference, and so I don't think you could in in good faith be like, you know what, this is a short sighted move to leave the Big Twelve. It, it, I, I think it depends. Honest.
1: Okay, okay. I I think honest answer here from me. I think it depends on how much Arizona prioritizes athletics versus academics, because I talked about this on. Monday. That's not my question
0: though. That's not my question. My, qu- my question is, no, I know, no, you, no, you no. Know that's wrong for them.
1: No, no, no. This is the answer to the question is it depends on what the president's priorities are. And I haven't talked to Robert Robbins before, so I don't know what he thinks. If you are just talking athletically, yes, you can absolutely make the case that if you're going to be at a financial deficit, you could be better off in the big 12, but a president has more responsibilities totally than, agree. than does an athletic director. And, Though people have pushed back on this, the data is very, very clear. Academically, you are better off in the Pac-12 than the Big 12, and there is a large financial component to that for university presidents. And it's very ivory tower. It's very elitist. It's very, you know, out of touch at some level with with college sports fans. I totally get that, right? And there's a part of me that feels that side, but I also understand where presidents come from when they say, you know, we'd rather be in this conference, right? Like Robert Robbins has said. And I, and I think your take on it is very fair and very correct. We want to be in the Pac-12, but we want to be able to make it work. But if athletically, from a basketball standpoint, which Arizona is better at, and you know from a financial standpoint, stability, football, all that sort of stuff, if they're better off in the Big 12, you have to ask yourself, why does Arizona want to stay in the Pac-12? The answer to me is the academic side of things, because it's a much better, much deeper conference That they can get a lot more money being affiliated with than in the Big 12. But if I'm the president of a university and I'm a big sports fan, and I don't really care that much about, you know, research and money and, you know, or an academic standing and branding, all that sort of stuff, yeah, you could very, very reasonably make that case for the University of Arizona that they'd be better off in the Big 12. And most sports fans, by the way, would see it that way. But would the university presidents and administrators see it that way? That's a different question.
0: All right, uh, let's get out of here on on the CW. So, uh,
1: <laughs> by the way, I just I, on on the record here because obviously we're podcasting. I am still pulling so badly for Ion Television. I want it so bad, like I am about. You to have that become... channel,
0: or is that a, is that even a channel? Yes, it is. Yes, honest it honest is. Yes,
1: it is. No, it is. It is actually a channel. And one thing that they show on ION television is Criminal Minds reruns. And I freaking love Criminal Minds. I'm telling you, Josh, I live in the mountain time zone, right? So Pac-12 after dark starts pretty darn late around here, right? Eight, nine o'clock, depending on the game. You put on a Pac-12 football game that comes down to the wire. And then I don't even have to change the channel on YouTube TV. And I go right into Criminal Minds. I am sleeping so well that night. It's going to be a full full day i'm completely here for it. i've never seen an episode of riverdale i don't even know what it is
0: uh so i'll let you know what's what's coming up on the the cw when you are you and i are uh, other than recording. live golf so uh,
1: which by the, which by the way is is worth mentioning here because you might see a report of you know the cw being interested and you might think oh no that's ridiculous they won't do this like any company to me that has already dipped their toe into the sports landscape is perfectly willing to at least listen to an offer like i don't think this is you know a false or a bad report i don't think you're gonna have you know kenzano and uh uh oh who is he going uh i think it might have been mandel or someone at the at the action network where one of them said so and so is involved and the other said so and so is not involved and they were like 35 minutes probably yeah, I think yeah, I think it was I think it was McMurphy. They so, said opposing things within like an hour of which of like each it's other. not
0: been uncommon in these in these in these times. I mean, yeah, Pete Dammel and, and McMurphy had something different. So uh, let's see. It's nine twenty five Central Time. Uh, currently playing for me on the CW is The Liquidator. That will be followed by Chicago PD. We've got back to back reruns of Blackish, and then we also have Family Guy followed by a couple it's versions, got family guy on there um, oh dude Bob's now okay words.
1: okay now you're starting to win me. um now the, CW's although the cw
0: although the cw primetime schedule for me also says that all american was on night seven, 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 followed by the
1: Flash. okay okay i do i do want to ask you a question on this front josh because you've been you know making plenty of jokes some of which i've laughed at i will fully admit on on twitter about it's CW hard not game. to man by the way he, I mean, at some level, I get it. But on the other hand, wasn't the big concern about the Pac-12? Oh, you're going to be too streaming heavy. What if you're 50% streaming? That'd be a disaster. The CW is cable television, is it not? Is it not? No, it is. It is cable television. Okay. But
0: here's what I will tell you. And this is the same concerns for maybe an Apple TV Plus. Actually, less so for them. Um, The CW is not an experienced... Football broadcasting network. Now, I forgot. I just bought them. Uh, I'm not sure the new company that bought them has some folks in the television football realm. And uh, as you and I know, Spencer very well, you know, company next star the media space next star. Yeah, um, Amazon. I mean, basically hired like half the son. Uh, it's actually funny. Funny we bring this up. Uh, my father is Dennis. Had at a patient who was the uh, one of the sound effects guys for Sunday Night Football. Amazon gave him a bag to come over and run the effects for Thursday night football. Um, it is unclear whether next has the cash and cachet to, to poach some folks, maybe from the ESPN uh, Fox and you know, CBS ranks. Maybe, I would maybe. just
1: like to throw out. I've got a demo and resume waiting and ready.
0: Look, Spencer, <laughs> Here's here, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll tell you one thing. I'll, I'll, I can promise you this. We can end
1: on this right there, baby. I'll tell you right there. We're so ready. We're so ready.
0: If you, if the, the Pac-12 got a television deal with the CW and you were their number one play by play person. I love this. I would say nothing negative about the deal. This show would say move. And this is not to demean your skills and be like, this is so ridiculous. It would never happen, but it's probably, it probably wouldn't happen uh as this is just to say <laughs> if, if this were the case you would not hear one negative word from this show at all we'd be like well that is very we're touching. glad the pac has a deal by the way Colorado Oregon coming up this week on the CW Spencer <laughs> McLaughlin on the call uh, alongside your favorite pack let me tell Ryan you Leaf. that
1: would be that would be a dream come and true leave, and I would give the people the the, CW. you would get the call of my life if I even had just just one right. game there but uh Look, here. I I think you bring up an interesting point, though, in the CW about like in all seriousness here about, you know, what their what their infrastructure is. But let's also realize that the Pac-12 has aired games on a variety of networks over the years, lest we go back to the versus days. I remember that. And Hmm. I think it would be pretty comparable, you know, like versus was a cable channel that I just scrolled to and clicked on. And it was just, you know, it was there and it was really easy to access but it was also a brand that I wasn't really familiar with. And the broadcast quality was just fine. Now, what the CW would be able to pull off, we don't know. And, and there are you know, bumps to this sort of stuff. And I think that's part of the reason the deal is taking so long. I mean, not this, not not entirely, right? But I think it's a contributing factor. If you've got a streaming partner involved, Apple or Amazon, they're new to the college football space. That entails a lot, right? There are a lot of things logistically to figure out there. And I think that's helping contribute to the, you know, kicking the can down, down the road and whatnot. And if they've got somebody on board, then they might not want to be in a rush to, you know, announce that sort of stuff. But the, uh, the the other thing too, is ESPN has, you know, the PAC 12 rights and has for some time in 2021, John Canzano was correctly Absolutely railing against ESPN for their broadcast broadcast production quality Correct. because they had these cameras that looked like someone was taking an iPhone and filming the game. I mean, it was blurry. It looked it terrible. Right? It looked absolutely terrible. No, I think they
0: they replaced that truck, didn't they?
1: I I believe they did, they did they that after truck. people yeah. kind of raised Blamed. all about it and Correct. looked up and were like, "What is that?" Like I remember the it was the Oregon Stanford game in Palo Alto a game I try to forget and the Oregon, Arizona game at Austin stadium. I remember watching both of them going, I'm sorry, is this high, is something wrong with my television? So there are logistical hurdles here for these companies that are new to the sports space to get over that. I would like to see them, you know, fully iron out before, you know, they, they started carrying these, these major games and hopefully they wouldn't have those, those sorts of hiccups, but you know, Overall, from a, a production standpoint, I thought Thursday Night Football was good except for the matchups, which stunk. I mean, they were yeah. just – they were ba- – but Amazon had Al Michaels, big-time announcer, Kirk Herbstreet, awesome. I forget who they had on the sideline, but I remember her being good, and I think they had – um Oh,
0: I, the desk I, was good. The desk was like Sherman and yeah, um, yeah. Oh, oh Patrick yeah. The desk. Yeah, good.
1: I thought the I thought the desk was great. Tony Gonzalez was in there. Richard Sherman was in there. So there's potential there. But I do think you raise a correct point when talking about a new broadcast partner and saying like, okay, so if they're going to do this, they need to actually know how to do this and do it right because it is frustrating. It was very frustrating as a Pac-12 fan to just go watch these games and be like, wait a minute what is it? Is this 2006? What, what are we doing here? So all I right. think, I think it's a valid point, but if by the way, if the CW has got family guy reruns on there, psh, I'm down too. I love family guy.
0: Uh, all right, Spencer, where can people find you and your work working all of its variety?
1: <laughs> Smalls underscore 55 on Twitter. And I host locked on pack 12 and locked on ducks, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts five days a week. The people listening on a podcast or watching on my YouTube channel know that already. And I thank all of you, you can find Josh, at uh Josh Neighbors on Twitter. Something at like Josh
0: that. Josh Neighbors underscore. Uh you guys can find the show at L O Big Twelve. You at Josh
1: Neighbors it. underscore CW fanboy. Is that no uh
0: you guys can find Spencer after reruns of All American uh next <laughs> year calling Oregon State, Washington State women's basketball. All right, Spencer, we'll talk to you soon, man. See ya.